0: All right, welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. I'm Julia. And I'm Becca. We're best friends and lifelong Star Wars fans, and this is a Star Wars The Bad Batch fan cast. This time, we're reviewing the final two
1: episodes of season one. This will be a two-part episode, so we can properly recap the entirety of this explosive season one finale and talk about where we think the next season is going. As always, join us after you've watched both episode 15, Return to Kamino, and 16, Kamino
0: Lost. So if you like story, and you like Star Wars, then stick around.
1: because we got bored tired i almost said bored we
0: got bored of doing them well it, here's the thing we're really going to get into it in this these two episodes so like what's the fucking point
1: first of all these two episodes really are just sort of like one long episode yeah um secondly it, we're going to get into it yeah fully also so.
0: presumably you also, these are the have last, you, you've seen them the episodes <laughs>
1: Yeah, we are presuming that. Um, I said it in be... the intro. Go do it. <laughs> um, I swear to God, go do it. Go watch <laughs> the episode. S- I swear to God. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, this is the last two episodes. Um, yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about our, our last plot context would corner here? I love
0: to talk about our plots, which is to say, surprise,
1: surprise, they're all here because it's, it's the
0: end of the fucking season. Yeah.
1: I think for the last, like at least last episode. Um,
0: not the episode before. Not <laughs> the
1: episode before that. Um,
0: <laughs> but like, you know, the last, this last little um, bundle of episodes. Yeah. We've been seeing
1: all of these kind of plot lines start to converge quite nicely and weave together. Um. Yeah. I mean, the Bad Batch is trying to survive in the world turned upside down. They've lost a uh, hunter. Um, th- he's gone. He
0: is integral to their surviving and <laughs> yeah, thriving, so they have to get him. Their back. Their brother and dad. Um, <laughs> not to mention not like to all of them, but yeah. Obviously, with what we've seen throughout all of our plots, like they- a key to their survival is kind of dealing with this empire shit that's been hanging about. So. Yeah. So we see. Um, we got
1: a huge uh, leg up on it. In War Mantle, but um, yeah, the Empire's up to some stuff. Um, we saw them ex- uh, executing. <laughs> we didn't see them do that. We saw them. Uh, what is the word? I almost tried to say excavating. What
0: are you trying? Evacuating. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, kind of excavating. My but brain in just a gave me, like, way. you're looking
1: for an E word, and here are three that, that are really similar. Out.
0: That means getting rid
1: of, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we saw them execute uh, Lama Sue, um in the last episode. And yes, uh, War Mantle, we we see them uh, evacuating, we see them evacuating uh, Camino.
0: (laughs) So also our B plot, obviously, because we saw uh, just a just a glimpse of Crosshair at the end of the last episode. And obviously he is now back and very important here at the season finale, as you would expect. Um, The amount of sort of big bombs they drop on us in this episode regarding him and his sort of uh, ethos. Uh, is interesting. and yeah, it is, it's um, um is it's big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's challenging. Um, and then obviously our C plot is is empire and their shenanigans, and we get we get a lot of like what their current plan is and going forward.
1: Yeah, they're um, um evacuating Camino. They're, I mean, obviously all the war
0: mantle stuff. They realize that like clones are not really the the big they are uh, the big dick in town anymore. Like, kind of how we were talking about in the in the last episode, how. Um, replacing the clones with recruits is kind of like a huge step in the like they're erasing the past and like they're getting rid of everything that the republic had like what happens in this episode is like the ultimate i mean it's like nothing can survive from that part of you know time we have to get rid of it it's done yeah
1: precisely and we see a lot of that so they're really uh are really pulling the trigger on a lot of things here yeah
0: Oh old charlie we? rampart oh charlie rampart doing his dastardly
1: deeds that feels like i we met him in a like at the grocery store like oh is that a fucking charlie rampart <laughs> or, old charlie rampart and he turned around with like <laughs> i don't know what he would buy at the grocery cabbages. store cabbages he feels <laughs> like a whole foods bitch to
0: me he does he would buy really expensive food for yeah. no reason he buy
1: those stupid like uh, popcorn the bags of popcorn of like uh skinny pop yeah the like he, unsalted yeah. no butter yeah. sad pop. he feels like an
0: unsalted boy <laughs> he is full of salt enough that it is, he doesn't need the extra flavors salt, his bad bland he popcorn. has the salt he in him yeah
1: okay so these beats <laughs> there's a lot of them yes um my outline is like
0: nine pages long um, uh it's not but i do feel um so we're going to sort of as we do skip through the important bits um it's seven pages long. As is it really?
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, we're going to skip to the most important bits. Unfortunately, a lo- well... Well, not unfortunately, but... Um, Fortunately and not. Uh, this episode is uh, full of important bits. Yeah, um, as you would expect. Yeah, I mean, we obviously it's the end of the season, uh, so we have sort of a companion to the season premiere, which, although these two episodes are not an hour-long each, They are yeah, 30 I... minutes.
0: We were talking about that before... Mm. I mean, we watched the episodes and took all these notes and stuff, but, like, it's so much kinder to us that it is two, like, 29-minute episodes instead of one seventy five minute Yeah, episode. I mean, to be fair, they don't need to set, is isn't
1: like, they're, no, they're, they're cashing off. in a lot of it things. It takes, I feel
0: like, less time to cash things in than it does to set things up. Yeah, true. Um,
1: yeah, so our episode opens with um, Hunter on his uh, ship that he's been taken captive on. And, of course, we know Crosshair's there. Uh, he comes into the room. Um, and he activates Hunter's uh, communication device and it's just like, they'll, they'll come and Hunter's like, Ooh, they know
0: it's a trap. They're smarter than that. And Crosser's like, they'll still be here. And he's like, yeah, they will. He's like, well, yeah, I mean, there's no use lying to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously this is just the setup for our episode. The initial conflict. Again, I like that It it's nice. In a way, to not start on the Marauder, because it does really give that signal of, like, shit's about to go down, yeah, we buckle started, the fuck up. Honestly,
1: when I watched this episode for the first time in a while, um, their ship is so... I forgot, like, how similar-looking their ships yeah. are, and I thought it was the Marauder for a second, and then I was thrown into, like, oh, And they no. made him sit on the floor. They made him <laughs> sit on the floor. I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't stand there. I yeah. don't know how long it takes them to get to Camino, but I'd be like, I'm gonna sit down. Is that okay with you? And the two troopers who were there, are like, I
0: guess. Be
1: the worst prisoner.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel. Uh, anyway, so we do get like interludes with the batch when this is happening. They have to make repairs. We never see Gregor again. Um, sorry, (laughs) Gregor is gone. (laughs) He's with Sid. I was actually surprised that we did not get any Sid in these episodes. Like, obviously, it's not important. But like, even after the end of the last episode, it was no like we we're gonna go to Ord Mantell and it's gonna be maybe a little bit more. Um uh light it has a little bit more levity in the end but we are kind of left with a a significant i mean they've
1: gone through a significant loss they've lost their leader that's a big blow to them they they have no choice but to get him back there i don't know that there would be any room for levity
0: yeah no i meant like at the end of 16 the end of the last episode like in instead of just leaving them Oh, yeah. Like after crosshair dips and they leave on the Marauder, like I'm surprised yeah, that still like I feel
1: like it totally wouldn't. have. Yeah, been. no, it
0: totally wouldn't have worked. But I, uh, I don't know. It's fascinating that we, we don't hear, uh, Sid upset at all. I mean, I'm
1: sure we'll see her again. Yeah.
0: No, she's not gone. She's not. No one shot her
1: in the back of the head. <laughs> I don't know why. Aggressive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're all pretty like anxious. Like Omega is, I, I really like this interaction between, I think Sans. we, we don't have Hunter, right? So Sans Hunter, we have Echo and Omega interacting a little more. Yeah. Um, cause he's kind of the, kind of the de facto leader, I guess, in our sort of, if we're following our sort of family dynamic of he is mom.
0: He's just like so practical that I guess they would just sort He's of- practical
1: and then the other two are a little more like specialized. Like they have yeah. the things that they like doing and they're good at doing, um, Yeah, Omega's really, really anxious, and uh, I like this moment that they have where Echo's like, listen, we have to fix the ship, and we will go get Hunter. Like, no, we're not gonna not go get Hunter, but we gotta fix the (laughs) ship, and you need to calm down. Like, you need to work well under pressure here. Um, And that doesn't take very long because they
0: fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, obviously, we keep I don't know. This is the only sort of back and forth in this episode. Yeah. I the would rest say. of it is pretty, yeah. Um, because we get to see uh, Crosshair and his squad returning to Kamina with Hunter. Um, and sorry, I'm just trying to read this. <laughs> um, sorry, is it one of Crosshair's squad ta- is talking to Rampart? Yeah. I don't remember. It's this the same reason. lady that gets away. I see. It's um, the same one. So, yeah, uh, to which we see... I think we also see an interaction with Crosshair and Rampart when he gets there. Um, We do. We do. um, Because
1: Rampart is surprised that there's not the rest of the batch. He's like, where's the rest of them? And he's like, they'll come. A Crosshair says that. Um, And then I think he... Oh, he addresses Hunter Hunter specifically. And he's just like, I was really uh, impressed by, you know, what you pulled at fucking Ryloth. Yeah. Um, Hunter's just like, I'm not going to deign to speak to
0: you. Yeah. you bitch <laughs> <laughs> also like i, I think it'd be pretty wild if you're in the situation and then like of all things this guy this like commanding officer is just like i was impressed with what you did it's like oh you're really creepy i don't like yeah him. you because you would expect a like
1: finally you scum uh yeah like some yeah but someone being nice you'd be like oh this is does not bode well at all i don't I like, like this mm, this is worse yeah um uh but yeah and then after they lead him off a- to do whatever uh i think rampart just says just stay on schedule so we, we don't know really what that what designs up to uh, crosshair has for hunter and the rest of the squad but but yeah one of his uh one of his squads uh crosshair squad comes up to rampart and is just like i don't trust what he's doing like he's being weird about this uh and rampart is basically snitching on him and rampart <laughs> is like it doesn't really matter if his plan fails like they'll it won't be a concern any longer um which again this man has backup plans on backup plans on backup plans yep. um he's playing the whole board he really is he's got like a through z plans um and he knows all of them by heart <laughs> um, <laughs> he writes them in his journal so he's unperturbed that he keeps under his pillow at night yeah with his unsalted popcorn <laughs>
0: um um <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that we're um at this point in the episode. Uh, things are eerie visually and sort of in the dialogue. I like that they're kind of... um They're not giving us everything right away at the top of this episode. Mm-hmm. It is kind of baiting us to yeah. go through.
1: Um, also, this moment where they land on Camino and then walk in is just like basically like a replay of when yep. they do the same thing in the first episode with yep. Tarkin. Like there's still it is storming and lightning and thundering. Yeah, it's monster and, movie. Yeah, it's monster movie except we we know this monster now. <laughs> I yeah, mean, not we And it's Charlie Rampart. And it's Charlie
0: Rampart the monster. Um yeah. Um and then we get obviously another interlude with the batch. Um Omega has directed them back to Camino to a secret landing platform um which is the first time in this
1: episode which we'll see more of that we're seeing her kind of Take charge. Take charge, but also she's sort of showing a lot of her cards. Mm -hmm. Um, She's expressing that she has a lot more... She knows a lot more than she's been letting on. Not in, like, a sneaky way, but, like, it just hasn't been relevant until now. But, like, now she's like, I have the information that we need to do
0: this correctly, and I'm
1: going to use it. Yeah. Um, It seems
0: like she kind of isn't even taking so much effort to hide these things either because no. like going through the next part right like she sort of informs them that there is a secret under- underground like tube system mm-hmm. excuse me underwater um and that like i don't know they're just kind of like curious about it and they're just like how do you know about this well, because and she's just like
1: this doesn't show up on any schematics like it's it's a secret it, it's yeah. meant to be a secret um and she. Yeah, it's, like, it's Nalise's private
0: lab. Yeah, and I do, like, these interactions that go on here because, like, especially when they're, like, in the tube and they're riding down to the lab or whatever where, like, Echo... This is, like, one of my favorite parts of this episode is where he gets down on, like, a knee and is, like, "No, something is up with her but, like, is just, like, how... Like, are you okay? And she's just, like, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like, she is weirdly doing there even, like, kind of an older sibling thing where she's just, like, keeping it a little bit from them but, yeah. like, she... Hi. <laughs> has obviously showed her cards yeah um um no i remember the first time we watched
1: this and then like after i was like now i'm reevaluating all of the interactions that has yeah. had with the rest of the batch because previously when you're watching them because she's a child and the rest of them are like her brother or, or father figures um y- you kind of infer their ki- like Based on her interactions with them, you infer their characters a little more because you look at Omega as, like, the person who is learning, the person who is, like, doing the most um, knowledge-absorbing and, like, changing. Um, But now looking at the rest of the season through this lens of, like, what if those interactions are Omega uh, or, like, informing more of Omega's side of things, um, rather, like, she's leading these interactions. Um, just try- changing up the sort of like sibling order here and like what yeah. that usually means.
0: And I love, I mean, we can get into this later, but like it, it is nice to see Uh, they still retain those like Omega is our, our kid that we're taking yeah. care of relationships, but also it just becomes like more dynamic. Like mm-hmm. there's just, it's incredibly specific and faceted and like yep. interesting. Uh, And I do like, yeah, exactly how we go through these interactions with a little bit different knowledge now. Like this is a bombshell, but it's also sort of like...
1: N- not like a, in a way that like changes your entire like perspective of this no, show it, it, it just sort of like adds this new layer on top. exactly
0: and like i like that again we're getting that in pieces so mm-hmm. like when you know they get to Nalise's lab mm-hmm. um you know is when she tells them that like this is where they were grown and like where she was grown and like all of these and things. and that she was
1: present when they were like being mutated and things
0: uh yeah experiment i I like that um, essentially though she tells them a little bit and like later when they revisit this environment Mm -hmm. like uh tech has inferred more about it yeah because that's what he does and then we get to learn more later right um and that's kind of more of i guess sort of the bombshell moment but
1: Mm -hmm. um yeah, she does say though in this uh, interaction. I I was there. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, before that happens, uh though we get a little bit um back to Crosshair and Hunter where they th- these two have a lot of conversations in these two episodes yeah. that are probably more conversations than we've ever gotten. Um but again, this show does a lot with a little. So they're not huge conversations, but it's interesting to note that we this is the most we've gotten from like two opposed characters talking to one another yeah.
0: there is a, a lot in these episodes i appreciate that they take even the little bit of time that they need to have those like legitimate conversations between mm-hmm. people where they're getting to hash out their kind of grievances yeah
1: and you can tell from this conversation off the bat that like i mean obviously crosshair is like kind of angry um the one of their squ- his squad was showing uh, doubt that the the batch would come for hunter and Crosser says they don't leave their own behind most of the time. Yeah,
0: he's so salty. Oh, he's so salty. He's pissed.
1: Um, and I was just like, "You tried to kill us. Like we didn't have a choice." Uh, and then Crosser comes back with the, "And I did," um, <laughs> which is an interesting way to like angle for him to come from, considering like the rest of the stuff we learn in the next episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Omega drops this bomb that like this is where they were created. It's they don't really have that much time to kind of no uh absorb that yeah. and think about what that
0: means because, uh and again i kind of like how they've composed this but essentially during this echo has been looking at a terminal for like information uh i i kind of like that he <laughs> essentially was a little bit on the outskirts for that conversation that doesn't really pertain to him um they use him smartly in these episodes uh but he finds out that there are like no files on the computer anymore it's which gone. is like super sus really weird um yeah. and then um they they find az who's here um who i, I love that they reintroduce az yeah. um and i love that he becomes like obviously an integral part of these episodes mm-hmm. um and their progression so Uh, yeah, we get a little interaction with him there.
1: Yeah, he gives him some more information that, like, hey, everyone's leaving, um, and there are more, there are different soldiers here, they're not clones.
0: Which is, like, obviously building on what we learned in the last episode, with like the tk troopers and stuff yeah like you know project war mantle as we now know it and like sort of you know the new face of the empire so it's wild that they've come all the way here and i think there is kind of a level of that that it's almost like um like a perversion of what kamino has always been right because it's always been full of clones those are its protectors yeah uh and now that it's kind of full of these recruited troopers it's Mm -hmm. like i don't know it's just again it's everything upside down on its head it's very bad it spells disaster
1: yeah it sure does Oh, and they also, um, I mean, this is not a surprise to us because we know, but um, AZ also tells them that Crosshair is here.
0: Yeah. I think he's like the only clone that's here. Yeah. Which is wild. Like, and again, Mm -hmm. I like that uh, Wrecker is like, what Crosshair is here? And then he's like, oh, I should have known. And I was like, I feel like that was so obvious, but I guess it's obvious to us, the viewers.
1: Yeah. Well, Um, we've been told. It's not, uh, but it's a kind of a, I mean, I guess they had to be told at some point. Yeah. Um, we go back to Hunter and Crosshair. The, we have another conversation here. This time Hunter is like pleading with him like from an uh, a, an angle of morality. He's like, I, I know what the Empire is doing. They're occupying planets. They're like making people do things that don't want to do. They're silencing people. Um, and Crosshair can only care really about this bigger picture. And he's just like, it's you know you don't understand hunter this is a bigger picture but you will understand yeah and um, i
0: i love how this conversation ends right mm-hmm. because like this is when hunter introduces to him the concept well not like introduces but like reintroduces the concept of like it's the inhibitor chip in your head like it's controlling you it's like the first time he's been able to like talk to crosshair about, about an that. inhibitor
1: chip right because yeah. previously like they were on Broca and then crosshair just like did not give two shits and like wanted to kill them yeah um, now he's able to have like an actual conversation. Yeah,
0: this feels really. Um, I think it was necessarily humanizing for like a lot of the characters here because mm-hmm. like I mean previously Crosshair has been batshit insane, but like it's interesting to see, knowing what we know and where these episodes go, that we really needed to create a progression of like him being a human person. So the the flip he does later yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I really like this conversation a lot, and I love that it gets cut off.
1: Yeah. 100 uh brings up the inhibitor chip and then crosshair just gets cut off and
0: I, yeah. I love that like I don't and I was thinking about this I was like if he didn't get cut off would Crosshair have like spilled the beans earlier would he have done it here instead of later but right. it's like almost like Crosshair being with Charlie Rampart like Rampart is like rubbed off on him because he has this like whole scheme planned yeah. with like his troopers in the training room which is like significant to like the last time they were together and like he knows their plans and like Hunter is the bait it's like this whole thing he has in his head I'm
1: so curious too that like did did Rampart know that, like, Crosshair planned to, like, off his own squad if, like, they didn't follow his orders? Uh, like, did Rampart know that? Or was he, like, oh, I'll have two elite squads? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if. Because the whole reason that, that Rampart's letting him bring the batch here is so that Crosshair can try to recruit them. Yeah,
0: because he, he likes their. He's like, listen, you guys get shit whatever. done. And
1: I need that. Um, Me?
0: I want people who get shit done. He's like campaigning. Um,. Yeah, it's hard to say because, like, uh, like we've said, it, it as we've seen, Rampart is playing the entire board. He knows every move that is going to happen or could happen.
1: Um, He's basically set them up that like they'll either join the Empire or die. Yeah like he's and so either way like then he's, perish um then perish uh so yeah he's basically created a win-win situation for him i mean not really but you know
0: yeah so it's interesting to uh to think about if he did know that like crosshair was going going to do this knowing that he, like he's a really strategically minded person and if he was like it's an okay loss for, like, the chance that it might work. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that was the understanding. But it is interesting to know. It's like, did he think that Crosshair was going to kill all of his fucking is, elite troopers? Or is Crosshair sort of taking a risk here and double-crossing the Empire yeah. um, in order to get
1: his former brothers on, yeah. on board? It's, um, uh,
0: it is multifaceted. It is it's multifaceted. It's got layers. You could think about it for gets hours and hours. More layers. <laughs> uh, and again, I love that they leave things unanswered for the most part. Yeah, he gets cut off. He doesn't get to say anything about his inhibitorship or lack thereof. Um, I thought you were gonna say inhibition.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. It's just, just another. It's just, just an it's inhibited. Just a saucier a way word. of yeah. saying that. Um. Um, but yeah, they get, he gets cut off because the batch has like breached the facility. Yeah, and his um, plan has worked. Yeah, uh, his plan has worked almost to a T. I like how they're like, okay, we're right below Hunter. Like we could, uh, they're in the training rooms. Like we can't go in through the front door because they'll be expecting that. So we got to go in through the lift. And then it's just like, bro. <laughs> That's what they're expecting.
0: Yeah, no, I like that. So, yeah, crosshair. I, I like that we're seeing kind of the dual perspectives up until this point where they meet in the training room. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like crosshair on Braca has already shown that he, like, knows how they play the game essentially because he's like you know double cross them in the same way on Mm Braco. so i like that tech is like oh no no we'll double cross him and it's like (laughs) he's like double triple cross yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah in a way like tech is smart but he's like almost a little too predictable like he's He's not a little rote in the things that he does yeah um he probably like has a way he does things that he likes exactly you know yeah and so he doesn't deviate from that and Crosshair Um, knows that without even like tapping into their comms like yeah Yeah. no he doesn't need to even listen to them which is like what he's like i know what you're gonna do is what he did on Braca, right which Mm -hmm. is like why he was able to like in a way double cross them yeah um but yeah i like that he just he just knows um it's kind of interesting seeing crosshair be strategically minded as well in this way where previously he is kind of like i don't know blunt yeah he's just kind of present he's, he was
1: well he his like breadth of strategic ability that we've seen has been kind of almost solely in like the in a battle sense yeah exactly um like Not we see him a... making calculations and like oh if i shoot this guy and then shoot that guy like i can take him yeah like you know
0: in a, in a combat sense yeah but this is like in a in like i don't know mice in a trap right? no
1: truly like seeing him exercise that level of uh, calculation in this sort of way is really chilling
0: yeah um, and this, I don't know, this interaction is, um, incredible. So, right, they go up the lift and they are, it, they just walked right into what he wanted them to do. The elite squad is all there pointing guns at them. And Hunter is there with Crosshair. Um, and they just get to have, I don't know, really interesting interactions here, really good conversations.
1: Yeah, they, just, they just start to get to the, uh, heart of why Crosshair has brought them here because Hunter's basically like, what? You just brought us here so you could kill us. Like, and crossers like if i wanted you dead you would be you would be dead um not i like that he says not that it wouldn't be justified uh
0: he's like i it seems um uh too small to say that he has a chip on his shoulder it's like his shoulder is completely gone (laughs) He doesn't have one anymore. Uh, yeah, no, he's angry. He's hurt.
1: Um, he seems to feel like they are at odds as the Republic versus the Empire, right? Yeah. yeah. Because he says, you know, what you betrayed me for what the Empire, or I mean, sorry, for what the Republic. And uh, Hunter's basically like, it's not, he doesn't say it's not the Republic, but he's like, we're loyal to each other, like not some Empire. Like, mm-hmm. basically, they weren't loyal to the em- or to the Republic simply because it was a Republic, They were loyal to each other and the Republic allowed them to do what they were doing. It didn't cause problems. It wasn't inherently immoral. They weren't asking them to, you know, go in and kill a bunch of refugees. Um, But, you know, that is what the
0: Empire is asking them to do so that their loyalty to each other supersedes that. Um, I really like this conversation as a, a mirror to the things they learned from Saw in the pilot. Yeah. Um, because I feel like Crosshair is still understanding the world and the Batch's actions under like there is dying with the past and there is changing mm-hmm. for the future. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm changed. And like, I am going to survive because like I didn't want to hold on to the past and the glory of the Republic. And you guys are like, Mm -hmm. that's your motivation here. And they're like, that's not, um, you know, it's not, we've evolved past being soldiers. That's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. You know, we are a family and we care about each other and also like including you. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. This is a good conversation. It's, it's telling for where crosshair is Like, mentally, because Uh I feel like we, up until this point, pretty much never really get a look into what he's thinking. Mm
1: -hmm. And so it's nice that he's sort of spilling the beans here. I think also in that conversation with Saw, before he says those, like, two really poignant, pithy lines, um, he tells them, like, the clones once helped us in Onderon, we'll give you a second chance, we'll give you a chance. Um, Which is totally echoed in the last part of this conversation between hunter and crosshair which i will t- like i will note that they are facing each other yeah. when they're talking about this this which, is like the seems is like crazy. a, a let not that much of a, a note really but a lot of the times that we've seen people either disagree with hunter or straight up argue with him uh, has been crosshair and like echo and every time echo has like posed a question to hunter um about why they're doing what they're doing like, they've been kind of side by side. They've been kind of, like... They're equals. Yeah, equals. Whereas, like, every conversation almost that Hunter and Crosshair have are literally face-to-face. They're just... They're opposites. Yeah. They are opposed to each other. Um, But the last part of this conversation that Crosshair says to him is that, like, I'm going to give you a chance. And he, like... It releases him from his yeah. bonds.
0: This is, uh, I love this part because I love that all of the elite troopers are like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, this takes them uh,
1: by surprise. They yeah. are, they're not expecting this. Yeah. They, I think we're expecting either like, hey, join us
0: or die. And then they would all shoot them. And then they would all shoot yeah. them. Yeah. They would execute them all as they've done before. Yeah, um, yeah no, I love this turn. Uh, it, and again, it feels motivated. It doesn't feel like insanely out of the blue, like as I think a twist should be, motivated it should yeah. be like built up to be this exactly. it shouldn't just be like crazy out of the blue because that's just like a fucking Deus well that's X just Machina, a shock Machina, factor like yeah. what what good does that do um but i like that uh it, it kind of has these like paces where he's just like and i'm gonna give you a chance and like we see the troopers turn and then he like cuts his bonds and like then there's kind of another beat and then he like does just like do his crazy shooting thing and like kills all the elite troopers i like that there's like i don't know a really really mm. short yeah progression there and then it's like this kind of twist like it just it, it comes off in such a smooth way we also get sort of
1: like the added suspense of like after this happens we cut to omega who yeah. was left um below the training ground
0: just um, with the all the murder droids
1: yeah which so with the instructions that like if if i give you the signal you need to go back to the ship and like radio wrecks um which she doesn't do uh because no. echo as soon as they get up there and realize like oopsie doopsie we <laughs> we stepped right into the trap uh she does not do that she looks starts. for a way out and starts trying to activate the droids yeah. right and so which,
0: um i'd I love to note that she was not obviously told that this is a good plan to have she did not really get this information from every anyone she is being her own strategic self yeah and figuring she's being out a solution. resourceful
1: um but Crosser sends one of his squad to go uh that one lady that one lady yeah who
0: does like i'm not sure about you um, <laughs> I like that there's always one trooper in Crosshair Squad who's like I don't mm. this guy is not great yeah <laughs> Um, but he specifically
1: says find the girl and send her on a shuttle off world um, which is a huge
0: departure from what
1: we've seen him uh, interacting with Omega like on Bracca where yeah. he's Massive literally difference. just like
0: aim for the kid yeah kill her yep gonna use her as essentially a sacrifice like a bloodthirsty horrible like i
1: don't care like you mean nothing to me you are a target that's yeah. it yeah um, um
0: this is a wild turn like, yeah
1: which feeds into this next conversation yeah. um where hunter seems really taken aback uh and crosser tells her it's tells him it's it's for her own good and yours um like living among fugitives is where she, uh, she's in constant danger. is not the best place for her um you want to protect her then let her go
0: um, like it's interesting to to think about where that was motivated from for yeah. Crosshair, like because it doesn't seem like genuine empathy. It kind of just feels like she is in the way, and she's a kid. She shouldn't be here. It should be. It would be better if she wasn't in this situation.
1: Yeah, it would be better if she wasn't in this situation. I suppose when you're talking about like sp- just like safe general safety. Yeah, strategically. Sure.
0: Um. Well,
1: yeah, I mean he seems really like he's operating from a place of like true efficiency though too like it isn't efficient to have a kid on a elite squad of people doing things but like the difference between hunter and crosshair is that like crosshair sees them as this elite squad that's like doing jobs constantly and hunter sees them as a family which is of course where she does belong she belongs with the family
0: um and then i I like that yeah yeah. so it feels like he's doing that out of like a weird sort of like efficient nature like she doesn't belong there and like later on in the next episode multiple times he's just like i can't believe you're taking orders from a kid like she has no business being there to him he's very salty for i don't like towards her yeah like to me like him being like oh she needs to go away and like this sort of line of like you know living among fugitives in constant t- in danger, you want to protect the kid, then let her go, doesn't feel like empathetic. Like it's not like he's like, I care about cause she's a kid. Like let her go. It's better for her. I it guess- doesn't come off like that. Yeah,
1: it doesn't come off empathetic, but I think that like it it kind of feels that way because of the last time we saw him interacting with her. Yeah, was it's just Baraka. like such a big contrast. It's a- it's a turn in his character, right? Like, which begs the question, why is he suddenly not ruthless not, like, anymore a horrible yeah. dick
0: yeah um but i do like that he follows this up with like a dig where he's like stop pretending to be something that you're not hunter which again is like very similar to a line that he says in the pilot where he's like i never knew you were like you know y- you can't i don't even remember what the line is uh in the pilot um
1: he says something like you've uh like kids have never been your strong super efficiency yeah, or whatever. Or whatever. Um, um yeah, you're like you're not you're not nurturing, like stop it. Yeah. Um But yeah, he's like, We're not the regs, we've never been, we are better than them. Uh yeah, this is
0: where he shows his full cards as like yeah, a weird exactly. superiority complex, which is like, I think again, an interesting turn in this episode because it's like it's not that he's like, I think the Empire is Like, I don't know. It's a weird, it's not just that he's like, I don't know, this is what I'm here to do. Like, I'm with the Empire. He does kind of believe in them. But, like, also, though, he does weirdly believe that, like, they are, as the Batch, superior to other people. And he likes that. It's like, uh, uh, like, they have all, as the
1: Batch, sort of been um, victimized and bullied by the Regs. Yeah. But I think instead of, like, like, the Batch never really talks about the Regs uh, at all after order 66 like when they're on their own like it's kind of like we weren't it you know it wasn't a pleasant experience but we're not bitter about it we're yeah, not like hanging like on to this g- stupid grudge why, why would they be doing that to fry yeah um but crosshair seems to have become incredibly bitter about that yeah and like, like
0: it almost feels like the empire has um fueled him to like be able yeah. to believe that right Where like they're essentially enabling that thought because i think they have that um they have a superiority that complex. Right. <laughs> well,
1: they have, like, so hierarchical and so just, like, if you're not cutting it, then you're fucking dead, like, you know, and, and Crosshair knows he can do the job well and he can be one of the clones that, like, makes it, essentially, um, unlike all the other ones. Like, he's kind of, he's kind of um, delighting in the fact that there are other clones that didn't make it because they weren't, quote unquote, good enough.
0: Yeah, and I do really like that this is kind of like, in a way, it's like he has defied expectations of what they thought he was going to do here, which is like, I'm just, I lured you here to kill you or whatever, and that he's like, oh, actually, I you know, he killed his squad, like he's shown maybe... Maybe this is a different crosshair. Maybe he's actually, like, a sleeper agent in the, you know. And then it's yeah. like, no, actually, he's
1: still he's yeah. g-
0: going to sort of villain monologue at you. And it's like, think of all the things we could do together. And it's Yeah, like, he's basically okay.
1: absorbed all of the Empire's kind of, like, whole shtick. And it's just like, no, I like that. That's my thing now. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that's a good look for me. So yeah. I'm going to carry it and put it on my friends. Um, it's just so
1: like sweet too that like hunter's response to this was like we we were brothers once like we can't be again or does crosshair say that
0: <laughs> i don't think he says anything i think this is when the droids come up from the floor <laughs>
1: yeah it is with this line we were brothers once we can't be again yeah i th- actually i think crosshair says that i didn't write down who said that which is great
0: does this really happen after that
1: God, there's so many conversations yes. in this. Yeah, his squad is not dead yet.
0: Oh, they're just hanging out. Yeah, they're just like, hey, what the fuck? They yeah. talk a lot before they end up dead.
1: Yeah. So, well, this kind of like, I mean, this is kind of coming to a head, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. showing his full cards. he's him,
0: him being like, we're he's... superior and we can do better together. And he's
1: basically making his like, uh, qu- question known, like, will you join the empire? Like, yeah. will you, will you be my brother again? I think Crosshair says that. Um and uh that's when tech notices all these like those reflective circles that he has um yeah everywhere everywhere uh that shot is amazing by the way yeah but anyway And i
0: love that he bumps wrecker yeah like hey wrecker's look. just
1: like i don't know what you want me to look at um <laughs> <laughs> um but hunter's just like i don't know that we could trust you like this isn't i don't know and that's when he fires one them. shot yeah. takes out all of his squads songs, that one lady who's downstairs um but yeah and he says does that answer your question yeah yeah.
0: um what a line this whole part is really punchy and again i i mean the fact that i keep forgetting where the fuck he actually shoots his troopers is probably testament to like how well this all flows together it
1: flows really well the rhythm is really good it's so the i again i can't speak high enough about the music in this specific part too i mean it's all the episodes but like this these two episodes specifically are so
0: They're so Incredibly well composed um, from pretty much every angle. Um, Yeah, I love that again, like, it just seems like Crosshair is, um, he's shown all of his cards and he's doubling down, but, like, not in a way I feel like me watching this for the first time ever really expected. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I feel like before these episodes came out, we, like, really hardcore predicted what was going to happen. And, like, I think the stuff with the chip we did talk about, but, like, I feel like this being his stance, like, was uh unexpected at least with from me i suppose
1: yeah i think it was i think that like <laughs> it's just so specific <laughs> the, the fact that he's trying to reason with them too instead of just being like are you going to join the empire because if not i'm going to kill you like that's not his game here like something has shifted in him he is he really wants them to be together again but on his terms
0: yeah it's almost like like tech talks about later right where he's like oh he's always been like unyielding where it's like I, I don't know, I feel like that understanding of Crosshair is kind of what I brought into this, where it's like, oh, he's just very, like, straightforward, and mm-hmm. he's not going to, like, pull any punches because he mm-hmm. wants what mm-hmm. he wants. Mm-hmm. And then I think, like, being given this situation where it's just, like, it's a lot more complicated than I thought it was going to be I- in a good way. It's essentially, mm-hmm. it's nuanced, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that we're getting to see his whole shtick right and i like that it's something that i didn't expect but still makes a sense right Mm -hmm. like i don't know again all of these conversations are so well written the paced. it's just i don't know i love this part in particular it's really incredible
1: um then we have a really good uh conversation or the continuing part of this conversation where crosser continues his bid for the empire and he's basically (laughs) just like you guys are running from your purpose you're drifting through the galaxy if you join the Empire, you will have purpose again. He's and I, really,
0: like, really selling it here.
1: Yeah, and I love Hunter's response to him because he's just like, you really don't get who we are, do you? Like, along with the whole, like, we don't follow orders that we got in so much in the first episode where, like, to, to set them apart, that, like, they're different, we also got that, like, they're not really part of the republic in the way that a lot of the regs are where they're they're kind of just there to do a job. Like they never really found their identity in the Republic. They found their identity in one another. Yeah. They are a family. Um and I can't imagine like from Hunter's point of view hearing Crosshairs say this like you don't have purpose. You're drifting. You're aimless um you know without this purpose uh of the empire. Um like how much that would hurt because it's like we're your purpose like yeah we're your family
0: um not to mention, you know you should be the one that's lost here not us yeah not to mention like uh, essentially this entire season has been them right finding their purpose finding who they are outside of things and like how much uh that sucks to have uh kind of the flip side of that where someone's like oh you don't know what you're here to do and it's like you're discrediting everything we've learned, every experience we've had with each other. And Mm. like, you know, we still want you to be part of that. Uh, I don't know. It's just an interesting, I like, I like this flip a lot. Yeah. Um, but then another really punchy thing where, um, after
1: Hunter says, you don't really get who we are, Hunter's or Crosshair says, don't make the same mistake twice. Don't become my enemy. And Hunter was just like Crosshair. We never were. Crosshair
0: is that dude who like, he's a victim in everything. Um, (laughs) you know he's that
1: guy at like a party or a gathering or whatever that's like really rude to you or something and it's just like you're mean to me because you ignored me all night like of course i like I, and it's just like you were uh, rude to me so yeah. i didn't want to talk you to were you a dick so i so, so i, I ignored said, you. bye-bye
0: yeah uh he's just like i
1: can't believe you did that <laughs> to me you ignored me it's like you shot me the gun <laughs>
0: You wanted to kill us a bunch, so so I didn't want to do that. So bye. Yeah, he's really again. I like sort of peeking behind the curtain here into Crosshair's like psyche and understanding that he has always seen himself as the victim in this situation. Um, not like to a uh, that he's like obviously inferior, but it's like you did this to me. Like I'm the one yeah. who's owed things. Well, it's just so like he's so
1: bitter. He's so he's holding a grudge. He's he's really he's really uh what's the word i don't remember He he's just really really playing up that uh superiority complex and victim complex that he has
0: yeah this sort of superiority inferiority thing yeah. um god he's so much um but yeah I, I love these conversations and it's actually like a quite a significant amount of time they devote to these this one interaction that obviously is split up between a few different things happening but like uh because it goes on from here right yeah because it's not just like you know this is
1: sort of a pause in it where after hunter says crosshair we never were um that's when the droids that omega has activated come up from the floor and they start shooting um hunter uses this as a time to grapple with crosshair and kind of
0: i love that he fully flattens him (laughs) well like it seems that he does that because crosshair's back is facing he's not facing the droids that just came up. So in my mind, he like yeah. tackles him flat on the ground it's and then starts l- shooting. But yeah. it also just seems like he they, wanted to tackle this
1: guy to the ground. They grapple for a little bit. Cause I think Crosser's is unsure what was happening. Um, <laughs> but then it's very clear that like, if they don't work together, like they're not going to get out of yeah. this. And that's when we see them again for the first time since the pilot in this very room acting like a team and their theme is playing over. And yeah, it's, it's just like really, really, it's
0: a fucking incredible moment. It really is. Um, I like that. Uh, and again it feels like it was kind of created in a way organically like it's a mm-hmm. little silly that like omega you know uh, sent so many fucking droids up but she did think they were in actual danger so she was trying to help them yeah out. also she um, was like
1: i don't know she's not a master at uh, con- these controls or whatever
0: yeah no so, but I, I like that um i don't know but it still makes sense right and then we get this like really incredible moment that's been made for us to experience and like It just feels good. Like in Mm. the progression of these two episodes, where most things suck and hurt. Good in a good way, like this feels like actually nice and kind of like triumphant in a yeah. way. And again, it, it kind of is like a false hope because you know this isn't does this doesn't magically change anything. It doesn't like make Crosshair see what he's missed and like he's like oh actually I changed my mind. You guys are great. Can I join you? Yeah. You know it is just like he's still the person that he is, and mm-hmm. that is like a- actually in a really important throw line with like the rest of these episodes. Yeah. Um. But it is just, like, this one really great, cool, triumphant moment here. It's kind of giving you a taste of, like, ah, yes, this is what we were missing. The good old days. The good old days. Yeah.
1: Um, But, yeah, I love how this, of the sort of, like, cohesion of the batch again, like, for at least a moment, um, happens almost directly as uh, his last squad mate basically notifies Rampart that, like, hey, his plans failed. Um, and Rampart's like okay fine like pull everyone out we're going let the clones die together like almost at the moment where like the batch coheres yet again uh the empire has decided that like you are diametrically opposed to us you must die now yeah like those two things cannot exist in concert they
0: always deal in absolutes Mm -hmm. and it's just like they they aren't gonna half-ass something so like great they all are gonna fucking die together with how poetic their home um yeah
1: truly (laughs) yeah
0: I just I don't know it is It's interesting to see, and I think it obviously speaks to Rampart's sort of... um, Almost in depravity, but he's like a lot more upright than depravity, it feels like. Yeah, he's not quite so depraved. He's... F- f-
1: fully immoral um
0: yeah he's just an evil shitty guy but like we really get to see i feel like the full extent of it's that almost, where it's like there's no mercy here
1: yeah it's almost like he doesn't care that much it's just like okay <laughs> it didn't work out like I'm, i wasn't emotionally invested I mean, in this it's not gonna happen
0: essentially that you know really speaks to the fact that they are all tools to him exactly is, exactly yeah. you know, they're
1: he, not people they're not you know yeah they are
0: tools. Yeah. there's Um, there's no point in trying to fix a situation they are busted my wrench into the ocean
1: oh well i'll get a new wrench like
0: (laughs) you know how you're walking by the ocean (laughs) with your wrench and you just sort of accidentally drop it in um yeah no for sure and he sort of doubles i'll just reach into my bag of
1: wrenches and pull out another wrench
0: um (laughs) sorry taking the metaphor too far as we know charlie rampart loves to sort of stroll along a rocky shore (laughs) he loves (laughs) long walks he
1: loves long walks on the beach and saltless popcorn he's a really fun guy you should give him a chance the worst
0: (laughs) his tinder profile would be horrible um
1: (laughs) his tinder profile would be one of those ones who's just like I'm not looking for like anyone to waste my fucking time. Like I'm, you know, a serious
0: women only. But you also have to be like six foot and a model and yeah. blonde and
1: like a hundred pounds and only eat salad or like not.
0: Yeah, you have to be a gym rat like yeah. me, Charlie. <laughs> he would be one of those shitty guys. Yeah, he would. Um, he's like you have to make more than a hundred k a year. Um, he's a special kind of shitty. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and he doubles da- <laughs> doubles down on this right because he moves his star destroyers in position to get rid of. So yeah, uh, the fire on it and just destroy the entire facility. It's Topoka City. I cannot yes, remember. Topoka City. Um, and then we're back to the batch in the training
1: grounds. Yes, they successfully defeat these droids. Um, and continue their conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, which again, this is a really like a longer conversation that we've gotten out of yeah. this entire show. Yeah. Um, which is. I think why it's a little hard to like try to pick it apart it feels so consistent yeah
1: I think this is like one of the more important uh parts in his conversation um
0: I also really like the when they defeat all the all the droids and they gives you a big wide shot of the training room that one that like there's a a droid that slides down the ramp and I just always think that's really funny it's funny
1: um, but, yeah, the tables have kind of turned where um, instead of Crosshair having the power in this conversation and leading it, now Hunter is because, like, they're not um, being held at gunpoint. Yeah. Um,
0: Which, sorry, by the way, how interesting it is that Crosshair was like, I'm going to tell you all the important stuff and give you a choice, but when you're still at gunpoint. Like, yeah, no, only, I mean, the threat was the upper hand. The
1: threat was always there, yeah. but it wasn't, he was being, I guess, less efi- like uh, efficient than we've seen him before like on Bracca yeah um but they have this conversation where uh Hunter's basically like listen don't like forget the Empire uh this isn't you you have an inhibitor chip in your brain we can help you this is
0: like the third bombshell of this one conversation yeah
1: um and Crosser drops a bomb that he has his chip has had his chip removed a long time ago um and of course the question that Hunter and everyone else has been asking is when um and I love that Crosser's like does it matter and Hunter's like yeah (laughs) yeah it does but yeah I know this like conversation kind of ends when Crosser's like this is who I am yeah
0: and I I love that I mean we can talk more about this later but there's a lovely interview with um Brad and Jen um about this situation but I love that it's the concept of like inhibitor chips don't matter this entire thing that we've set up the entire time it it's not the thing that you think it is and like truly the conversation we need to be having here is like the choices that these people have made mm-hmm. um, and will continue to make. Um, this was so good. I loved mm-hmm. this um, because, again, I feel like after the last moment where they're fighting together, you think for a for a moment that maybe things could work out um that there was some sort of like fix that could be attainable even if it was like a little bit of an uphill battle but like crosshair just yeah dropping the bomb and being like um no this is who i am i just what i believe unequivocally
1: yeah this is me um bitch, <laughs> bitch. uh yeah no but hunter stuns crosshair after that uh i always thought that that was interesting because like Crosshair's usually always the one who beats him to the punch as far as like yeah guns go um but i think hunter's uh become a little quicker since they last met um, maybe
0: since after he got shot in the chest and was like by absolutely humiliated he's like, by cad bane he's i like, need to practice he's been yeah. shooting like a can or something you know <laughs> yeah um pra- practicing his quick draw yeah um truly yeah and then obviously hunter I-, I like that they took the time to do this where he like turns his head to look at the yeah he's looking across grotesque r- concave n- nasty bit.
1: concave head yeah um just sort of that question hanging in the air of just like how long like how long have you yeah. been like How long have you been like this? Like, has it been even since, you know, like...
0: It's challenging to me. We can really get into this later. But, like, the looking at the head thing obviously points to the fact that, like, post-Brocka, the ship was damaged and removed. Mm -hmm. And, like, I guess they just didn't give a fuck because... And they were like, do you still want to work for the Empire? And he's like, yeah, I like you guys. They're like, oh, "Oh, oh, okay, oh, okay, we didn't need to do this? Okay. Wonderful. but you know so it begs that question but he also says like a long time ago which like i don't think particularly it's been that long of a time yeah like it's been i don't know m- i mean this entire season is maybe like a couple months yeah it's
1: not been even like a full year no yet.
0: um so what is a long time ago yeah, like it's so mysterious and they do leave it unanswered like still to the end of the episode we don't know to end the season um, we do not know yeah um the, the end of these two episodes yeah
1: um, but yeah, so they make their escape. They are c- carting Crosshair. I think Wrecker's holding him. Yep. Um, but they are running through the empty halls of Um Topoka City, and uh, yeah. Well, the first time I watched this, they have these like series of shots of just like a completely empty, cloning facility. Facility. Um, I think we see like a barracks. We see the mess yeah. hall, and we see the the cloning pods. center. Yeah. Um. Oh boy, these got me so so. They good. are
0: wildly visceral in what they make you feel and like i would i mean we can totally talk about this in sort of design zone yeah. but like there is something kind of like it, it's it doesn't make any sense it's almost like uncanny to see these places so empty especially Truly. you know places yeah. we've seen full of life throughout this show and clone wars
1: yeah it's kind of like um like you know about liminal spaces yeah yeah we're like
0: like hobby lobby
1: well that's not really no, i mean I, I, I just describe it as liminal because <laughs> i think it's weird but um but like seeing like in like an empty school or like an empty hospital would be like a liminal place because like yeah. it's not fulfilling the duty that it like has or yeah. like this place should not be empty
0: it's weird that it is yeah. like a-, a city at night yeah i mean sort of i mean in the middle of the night
1: i guess M- more so places that like are kind of never supposed to be empty empty or like never supposed to be a certain way, but like one finds them that way. Yeah. Um, And also the fact that it's so still so sterile and clean. Like there's no, it's like those mysteries of like, Oh, this ship just like, floated ashore and like no one was there but like everything is in pristine condition and like it it looks like people just vanished
0: something so inhuman about the fact that it looks like people were never there like it's almost like if it's
1: almost like because it it looks like it's prepped for the next thing that's going to happen like the mess hall looks like they're going to come in and start eating
0: yeah it it's like they did not they didn't know this was going to happen so they just like things were reset the way that they always were um it's almost like the exact opposite of like when you see like the weird feeling when you see an abandoned place that clearly people were there and they're not there anymore and you see signs of like, you know, sort of environmental storytelling of people Mm -hmm. leaving. You know, it's like fallout is full of that stuff. But there's like something really creepy about the fact that there is like maybe once people there and you can see it so specifically and Mm -hmm. it's so just like uh, this weird sort of empty cavernous feeling. It's like the opposite of that where it's like, it's also that same interesting, I guess, liminal space feeling, but it's so precise and clean and the way that it is always supposed to be uh because you know Topoka city is always very clean um yeah it's just an eerie feeling exactly
1: um it's eerie but it's also just like the this is not supposed to be this way like this these places are supposed to be full of life yeah and they're utterly dead now
0: yeah and it is i don't know i appreciate the music they play here uh, and like it has it, it really <laughs> brings tragedy back um <laughs> It has this really tragic nature to it. And like, I I appreciate that that thematically continues like throughout the rest of these. And like, it just kind of ramps up like Mm -hmm. the music and these like shot types and like how the emotions that are conveyed, like, I feel like this sort of end of an era really, I don't know. It's like visually really hits that idea home.
1: Um, And of course, after we get these like uh, shots um, and we get to shed a tear, uh rampart <laughs> one tier one tier uh rampart is just like okay open fire on the facility like all right we're here to do our job um it's also really
0: wild that like you see these shots right and it's not that you see them and then you see them getting destroyed it's you see them and then you hear mm-hmm. that they're going to be destroyed and you don't really see it again you see taboka city being destroyed from like the outside and like the the blast coming down and whatever it's like you know what's going to happen even when you're just seeing those places empty. You're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is the end. Like, it just has that vibe.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's what happens. And then, like, the rest of this uh, episode ends on just watching this utter destruction happen from these three Star Destroyers just absolutely open firing and wrecking what once was the home of
0: all the clones. Yeah, it is um, a great way to end that episode, obviously, in reference to, like, the pilot and that like fully when they go back there the first time, they're like, this is our home. Like, you know, your home is gone now. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, we, we jet right into the next episode. Um, and we pick up exactly where we left off the, they're firing rampart is on the bridge watching this destruction happen. Um, the batch is running for their lives now through this facility. it's falling around apart around them. um, They get separated. Uh, Omega, Crosser, and AZ um, get cordoned off. They fall behind almost. Yeah, they fall behind and they kind of get cordoned off into one section because the doors are like, oh, flooding water. I'm going (laughs) to close. And yeah, things start to get sticky. Um, But we cut back to Rampart um, for a really. A really. Uh, it's so good and it's so sad, but like he's basically like give me a status report, and there's a clone that comes up behind him, and he's just like, the facilities are all fall, they have all fallen into the sea, it the, the Camino is destroyed.
0: Yeah, there's like this like really noticeable like break in his voice, and like he is just kind of like a deck officer reg, and he is like, noticeably distraught. Um, it's and it not is the... incredible that they included that. Yeah,
1: it's not the like wrote like okay, like, our objective was... Uh, complete. Complete. He's, he takes pauses, and he you can hear him sigh,
0: like, in the middle of that. Um, I appreciate that they are, once again, like, as we've talked about a million times, we're kind of seeing, like, these stories through the eyes of individuals, of, like, smaller individuals, again. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love that even down to this one clone who's working his job. Like, he's still a human person, and, like, he still has yeah. feelings, and this is still his home. And, like... I, the choice to include that in one line was like, uh, it's just incredible. It tells exactly the feelings that we are supposed to be feeling so mm-hmm. well. It's also like essentially uh, saying
1: the the inhibitor chips, like job essentially was for, for them to come uh, complete order 66. And it, it doesn't, I mean, we already saw this with Hauser who obviously like probably still has his inhibitor chip, but um, but was acting different, was able to defy the uh, the empire um, successfully. But like, I don't know. It, it's it serves to say it's not. Ch- it has not changed all of the
0: clones. No. Um, it doesn't really turn completely. them into machines. No, they're still people. And yeah. like again, that that is used very much. I think in a way for a to for us to understand emotionally, but also for us to realize that there's another like like with Hauser. It's just mm-hmm. essentially crosshair is not he's he has to answer for the things that he's done and the the things that he's felt because, you mm-hmm. know, it doesn't control you to that extent. OK, so and then we get back to uh, the batch and crosshair and AZ. Um, I really like this shot when... Uh, it's like a dark room and we just see AZ and his sort of like lights, headlights. Mm -hmm. And he's like looking around um, and it's super, super low lighting here. Uh, And I love that he's looking around and then we see Omega when he sees her and it's just like, she kind of was blending in with the rubble. Um, AZ is able to wake her up and they realize that like uh, we're in deep shit. The room is flooding. Crosshair is also in here. He's uh, buried under rubble um, and Omega being Omega does try to go and help him. Um, But she is able to contact the batch who are on the other side of the wall to try to get help. But uh, yeah, so essentially they resolve this situation. Uh, It it does ramp up intensity here, which I think is a a fair um, thing that we needed because the rest of this episode is pretty intense. Um, Mm -hmm. But they're the best of the batch is able to get um, Crosshair Omega and AZ out of there. uh, And then... Um I love this part. Uh Crosshair slides out of there with all the water and Hunter stops him with his foot. Yeah. Uh, as you said like a soccer ball. We see Omega come through and we see a- wrecker hand
1: her to Echo. Um but we d- I like I never see Crosshair come through. No, I'm always he's just, just like in there. Oh,
0: like they close the door and I'm like did
1: you get him and then he's like uh, yeah. They just he's let just him come slipping, through. Slipping sliding
0: across <laughs> the floor. Um yeah, and I love that Hunter talks to him again and it's just like hey the Empire opened fire on the city like we weren't going to leave you behind, but like, if you want to stay here and die, that's your call. Well,
1: because like Crosshair wakes up and he's
0: just like, what did you do? Like, it's their fault that everything's yeah. falling apart. Yeah. And he's just, Hunter's he's just like, like no. I'm,
1: I, I'm, 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 I'm
0: at my fucking limit. This I'm far, gonna, no further. I'm at my fucking limit with you. Like, yeah i love that hunter previously was like please 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 he's like trying to reason with him and he's like, this like isn't- we're still
1: your brothers yeah and this, just this like- isn't
0: you and like you could come with us and now he's like for the love of god i am done with this if you want to die here fine stop being a little shit to be fair i feel like hunter has probably gone into like leader mode Oh, for sure yeah. and yeah. it's just like we have shit to get done and i need everyone to get out of here alive uh, and but we're not, you- i'm not gonna let you be dead weight here. yeah essentially it's like if you don't care about getting out alive then you can stay here but i'm leaving yeah with my with my f- crew <laughs> um uh
1: yeah they they have some more um moments where um now it's because it's the whole squad i think crosshair is able to have some more moments with other uh members like he has this moment with wrecker where they basically find their way into their old barracks which like ironically are like is one of the only like habitable zones i do in... like that tech points that out specifically yeah. um and wrecker's like oh hey our our board's still here like that's fun um and crosshair takes this moment to just like just gripe about things and he's like all those missions together you guys threw it all away or whatever
0: yeah he's really like double tripling down here and being like it's your fault yeah
1: and of course hunter is just like i think at this point probably can't help himself he's just like this this motherfucker like (laughs) he's just like you're you're just a pawn like you're not what they like the empire doesn't care about you um and of course, Crosshair goes after his like leadership skills. He's just like, "We're going to die here because of your failed leadership." And it's just like, "Okay, but you, but you took, you brought him here, though."
0: It's kind of on you, sir. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: like, it's weird to see Crosshair not being like weirdly like reasonable like he's he's making really emotional jabs he is like fully. his jabs do not stand up to like logic and
0: reason like he's
1: truly the reason that they're all in this mess
0: yeah um i do really like that earlier also in this conversation um hunter is like you know we made a choice and so did you and then crosshair is like soldiers follow orders essentially and you didn't do that so like you know and then, you know, Hunter is like blind allegiance makes you a pawn. I like that we are, uh, again, it's like our themes that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. That like choice and identity and purpose and all of this is like kind of up to the person at hand and like, you know, you all have a choice in this and like I, I, I don't know. It's good to see them being opposed in this way and like, again, it's not so simple as like you love the Republic and I like the Empire. It is so much more complicated than that and like sticky than that and it's I don't know. It's interesting to see that Crosshair is so stuck in the past and he has not changed. Like he's been fairly stagnant yeah. in a way this whole time.
1: Yeah. Um. Like, I think. I mean, I think we can see that he's become more bitter and he's yeah. Um.
0: like his behavior has changed, but like I would say his probably mentality has stayed the same. It's really funny that like he appears
1: kind of like he looks he's not older than the rest of them, but he looks older than the rest of them because he
0: he even has like crow's feet wrinkles on his eyes. Yeah.
1: Well, because he's always squinting and Clint is sweating. Um, into the
0: sun, <laughs> into the sun. <laughs> it's like it's time for my daily time to go
1: stare into the sun and be upset about and squint everything Squint my eyes um <laughs> into the sun um but like he's weird like there's a literal 10 year old with them and he's being a the most bitch. childish uh, like he's being so uh immature um yeah, whereas like at the end of this conversation omega's just like no we're not going to die because look we just landed on the tunnel like she's just like where's my like i'm i'm yeah, on it i'm she looking is
0: hopeful right yeah like, she's not ever going to give up on this situation she's almost like a
1: second leader in this situation too like we have hunter but like omega's still filling this role of like yeah i'm part of the squad and this is what i do and what i've been doing this whole time um
0: yeah and i like like you said he's just so childish and bitter and like it's not nice. it's wild to see that after so long of wondering what the fuck is going on in his head what apparently it's been the entire time is just this yeah it's not even like that elegant of a concept it's just him being pissy yeah
1: and it goes so much to um like show that we still have these forces of good and evil and we still have sort of this like a light side, dark side, like nature going on where like the dark side's very emotional and passionate and like yeah. volatile. And like, we, it's exactly what we see Hunter being like, I'm sorry, cross crosshair being <laughs> hunters, not those things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but like, he's, he's just, he's upset. He's bitter. He's angry. He's letting that rule. Whatever other things might, what other other emotions might be in him at the moment. Like he's choosing to be, angry about it rather than being like all right we're in this together fine we can deal with like the fallout of things later let's all you know work together I can put that aside he can't he literally cannot put that
0: aside yeah and I do really like that like it is still light side dark side but again like I think it gains a lot of value when we're divorcing that from actual like cosmic understandings of that because instead of just people being controlled like I don't know like they're fucking leaves in the wind this is like people's choice right and that's kind of the whole point of this right mm-hmm. um but again like i like that we're we're understanding that like those things are the dna of this world but like it is not up to the force to decide those things it's up to the person yeah. um and like I, I like that in a way like hunter is also emotional but he's emotional in a different way he's emotional like because he has like you know faith in his crew and he yeah. loves them um yeah it's the, the volatility that really like becomes an the issue exactly um um yeah they're uh
1: they're walking through this tunnel and Crosshair's oh, yeah. constantly and, like, we need to go back. This is not, you know, we'll find another way. And it's like, there is no other way.
0: Yeah. I like that. He immediately sees like one crack and he's just like, we have to go back. It truly like speaks to the fact that like the batch has been in pretty shitty situations
1: and they've basically only had each other to rely on. And yeah. they've done that successfully because they have all, they're all a hundred, per- 110% in to uh caring for each other. Yeah. And whereas Crosshair has been, dealing with the Empire where, like, there's going to be... It's kind of like he he has a little bit more slack as far as, like, he's been able to rely on the biggest guns and he's never really been an underdog in his time with the Empire because the Empire is, you know... Not an underdog? (laughs) Not an underdog. And, like, he hasn't had to be creative about things where, like, he's kind of been coddled a little bit in this. Like, he never had the, the time where, like, after Republic they were with nothing and had to make their own way yeah, yeah. and they learned a lot through that he never had that time
0: yeah there's like a, a utilitarian nature to like we just have to keep going and I, it, it's interesting to see that crosshair is just like no this i'm he's actually gets spooked yeah here, right and he's just like no we should go back um and i like that he is kind of in a way like they are pressing forward right i mean emotionally and in this situation he's like no no i want to go back yeah. We get an introduction of like my favorite thing ever, which is once again, a beautiful big lady monster. Um, Before we talk about that, do you want to talk about this conversation? between? Oh, fuck. That's right. You mean my favorite conversation? This is a good one. This is a great conversation. Let me just fucking say and you can't change my mind and I'm right. So don't boo. But like, this is a great. Right. Why are you booing? (laughs) I'm right. So don't boo. It's just like the preemptive version of that um i I saw into the future that you will boo me for this um this is a great fucking conversation and i'm glad it's here even if it is kind of nestled in the middle of some action sequences which i think may feel a little inorganic i fucking love this um mostly because we really haven't seen up until this point how the rest of the batch has like super reacted to what crosshair Mm -hmm. has done except for a little like a few moments here and there wow my glasses are so dirty um (laughs) we're going to deal with it um but uh i love this point right because we get to see Wrecker and tech who are kind of a lot of times relegated to a little bit of the background right mm-hmm. because you know they they're chill they're the,
1: again they serve really specialized
0: purposes so
1: like they don't often get to be in the spotlight so yeah. much
0: and like it's not like how we've seen with echo in some of these episodes where like he has a really specific bend to like where he's really emotionally connected to the idea of the republic yeah. and therefore in certain situations he would have more reason to speak up mm-hmm. um so it's nice to see wrecker and tech here specifically get some time and i love that wrecker being kind of like the big sweet guy that he is it's like are you done complaining you know it wasn't um if it wasn't for you we wouldn't be in this mess uh and then i love that crosshair's like something on your tiny mind yeah Recker. he
1: literally he's can't. Like, he's stop being mean
0: he's the worst um if this was my older brother i'd fucking punt him i would have i would have decked him by this point um but i love that he continues and he's like all that time you didn't even try to come back we still would have taken you yeah. like again i love that this entire time in crosshair's mind he has been the fucking victim you left me it's not my fault like you're the ones who need to change and even wrecker here who like obviously hasn't really been characterized as like maybe the most intelligent of people like Mm -hmm. understands this concept where it's like you had the opportunity to come back and you didn't like that's on you. Yeah. And the concept that he's just like, we would have taken you back. Like uh, you just
1: never seem to want to come back, which is like as much as like it hurts that like Crosser would have been left alone. And like maybe in the early days when maybe his inhibitor chip was kind of more responsible for those decisions he was making. Like I can imagine him being very confused in that so like i understand that there's hurt there but again he took that hurt and kind of like pressured it into like a, a bitterness diamond yeah yeah
0: he <laughs> formed it into what he, it is yeah basically the onus is on him <laughs> rather
1: than like the badge constantly being like we don't know what to do about this but like it's it, like what do we do what do you do when your brother shoot, fucking sucks. tries to kill you yeah especially. How
0: That's a a great point to bring up because like specifically right in the pilot, like Crosshair shoots Wrecker to use him as bait, which like he acts pretty cruelly. We don't necessarily get to see Wrecker's uh, emotionality behind that, like beyond a line
1: of like he shot me yeah uh that's kind of it yeah
0: but like I, I like that we get a moment here where we get to see that like again wrecker is kind of like so, very soft on the inside and he is what seems to be hurt by this like genuinely and he's still upset by it And he's like, still
1: so upset by He's still like we would have taken you back like it doesn't really matter that you shot me yeah, like, like i'm nothing matter that hasn't made me bitter because yeah. of these other people in my life like i've had other people to rely on yeah um But, yeah, um, and then Tech kind of, in his own way, is, like, trying to comfort Wrecker and basically says, let it go, Wrecker. Crosshair has always been severe and unyielding. It's his nature. You can't change it. He cannot change this. Um, And Wrecker's like, okay.
0: Yeah, I like that he's, like, being comforting to Wrecker and, like, is, in my mind, kind of digging at Crosshair, right? Because it's, like, he's severe and unyielding. Like, he doesn't really mean it to be that way like he's yeah. just being honest these he, are the he's facts he's just being
1: factual crosshair um, is severe in and unyielding. but i
0: i love that crosshair is like thought that he was defending yeah him and then crosshair that. says why are you defending me
1: um well i guess basically because like you can't change him he makes it i guess crosshair reads it in as like i agree with him you yeah can't like that is that. That. It's my the nature fact. yeah yeah um but tech says i'm not defending you understanding you doesn't mean that i agree with you
0: yeah which like again i love the like the facets we're putting into this it's not that we're enemies because we don't agree which comes up in a little while but like you know it's just like i understand you i know what you are but like i can't do that and i'm not gonna agree with you like i don't know i just this is a really great conversation to have here
1: also like a really good uh summation of the odds that these two groups are at crosshair and the rest of the yeah. batch were like, I think crosshair was like trying so hard to explain why he thinks that the batch needs to be part of the empire. Like it's their purpose. You guys are drifting. It's There's like, this It's that like, you just don't know. It's like that concept of like, I, I can explain it to you. You just like, you just don't understand yet. Exactly. Cause I know that if you understand, you'll you would agree, agree with, with me. me. Yeah. And tech is basically being like, we get it. We understand that doesn't mean that yeah. we agree with you like i like it's not, not for it. like
0: lack of understanding it's like it's essentially taking like the intelligence out of the conversation and just being yeah. like it, it doesn't matter how much we know or how convincing you are like we just we don't agree with you yeah we, and like,
1: and we understand exactly where you're coming from and we don't agree with you
0: yeah and like i, I like that it, it isn't exactly said here but later on it's like it's like we don't like what you're doing but it's like you are the way that you are and like there's that's just kind of the reality of the situation right um Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just a great it's
1: It's a really good moment that we don't often get to see between like a not minor characters but like characters that are often kind of pushed pushed aside yeah in, in
0: in favor of something slightly more important but like i think if we didn't have that conversation if we didn't have some sort of um a uh, uh, focus on on tech and wrecker specifically as people who also knew crosshair for a really long yeah, time like course. before the end of this season i think it would have fell maybe a little flat exactly um so i really like that they took the time to do this and then it was very punchy and again not a long conversation mm-hmm. oh but yes back to your big beautiful lady the sea monster oh yes my big beautiful lady the sea monster <laughs> i love her she's great um every big monster is a lady changed my mind um i never will uh why are you booing me i'm right (laughs) why are you booing me i'm right don't boo me i'm right um yeah so they are running through the tunnels uh i i like that there's a funny little line in here that's like these tunnels are protected right it's like yeah well yeah as long as the power is on but it's not so fuck us and then i love that like out of the abyss comes just like the gaping maw of this like sea turtle colacanth fish motherfucker who i just like love and adore with my whole heart she's beautiful she is beautiful high fives to the creature designers just me going down the line like the end of a little league game (laughs) good game good game game. (laughs) um yeah, so they're running out and things are getting sticky, right? So the, mm-hmm. so the glass starts breaking and, you know, it becomes a whole, you yeah. know, typical a- back half of an episode yeah. action sequence.
1: Um, They make it back to the secret labs where they discover that the rest of the tunnel that goes up to the landing platform has been destroyed.
0: I really love the shot they do because they go back to it twice. That's just like, it's just so good of like the tube coming <laughs> yeah. into the foreground and then breaking and it's yeah. just like, that fucking sucks. I hate oh, this. Oh, man. <laughs> hot beans um
1: but yeah they make it back to this uh lab and, and this, this is when, when we
0: start putting the pieces together yeah
1: i mean There's it's hard not too because... many pieces to put together but tech basically does his tech thing and yeah. like uh elucidate some things because he's been thinking about them yeah um and essentially he spells
0: it out for us yeah
1: he, he spells it out for hunter because like hunter uh wasn't there you know and yeah uh, I guess, and for Crosshair, who I don't know if he really cares. Um, he's just like, I'm
0: just present. He's
1: just going to go be a, 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 dick wad? a dick in the corner. Um. He does. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <A> dick <laughs> in the corner <laughs> is how what you're laughing corner. at? <laughs> just
1: sort of a loose one. I'm just imagining them, about... like, being like <laughs> r- walking around the rooms be like, hey, look, a dick in the corner. And there's like a, a dildo. A dildo over a in dildos. the
0: corner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone's just like, huh. Okay. anyway <laughs> anyway back to my hunt <laughs> um, um. <laughs> yeah but tech spells it out and basically is like omega was created before us technically she's older than we are um and that this is the lab that they uh, created her and them in um which isn't like 100 doesn't seem to really like m- care that much it's
0: not like as big of a bomb as we've already heard before. yeah he
1: just kind of like relays it again it's it's Kind of, like, every time they're in this lab, that's what, what the audience should be kind of, like, contemplating. Yeah, and, like, yeah. that should be the the thing that's inferring all the rest of the interactions in this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I like that they specifically use the phrasing, which they didn't before, that she is technically our older sister. Yeah. Like, I like that they spell it out in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I feel like understanding it's like, oh, she saw us, grew up. It, it doesn't necessarily feel like there is... Um, that we should connect the familial attachment to that as well. It almost feels a little, at least to me, separated. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like that here, Tech is like, yes, yes, yes. She's actually our older sister. And I like that there is that sort of familial connection again, just Mm -hmm. kind of reinforced there. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so we can go ahead with these interactions and understand that's what we're supposed to think about.
1: Yeah. Um, Which is really interesting because one of the chief and in- i'm gonna skip ahead just a skush do it one of the chief interactions that we have here is a mirror to an interaction we have in the first episode between so omega good. and crosshair in uh in the brig um in the jail in the j- in the gale <laughs> um g-a-o-l uh <laughs> um but where in that first episode she was basically like i you know it's not your fault i know what you're like think you have to do but please don't um and now she is trying to relate to him again she's basically trying to like talk to him about Camino. she's like you never liked it on Camino, did you and he's of course still
0: he's just like go away yeah he just says
1: go away
0: <laughs> he's such a little bitch um...
1: Yeah. um but she's basically like uh I I was spent most of my life in this lab I was alone down here until Euphoria created that's why I was determined to find you all again it kind of again it adds another layer of like there's the four of them and echo um and then he's just okay being here yeah um yeah he's just looking
0: around being like there's a lot of drama here it's like oh my god i thought i had problems yeah. <laughs> um he high fives fives his ghost and he's hanging out with him. <laughs> it's like a nice one nice one um but yeah uh
1: it, it kind of adds this layer of like you, you thought it was just the four of you and I'm just some kid, right? I'm just some kid that you think is dead weight to this team, but really I'm the one who was determined to find all of you. Yeah. And like you not being a part of this group is also hurtful to me. Like you're, you know, important as well. Um, and he tries to dig at her and he's just like, just being, cause you're a clone doesn't make you, you know, one of them or one of us really. Um, I like
0: that. He specifically says them.
1: Yeah. I mean, he doesn't see himself as, like, you know, part of their group anymore. Um, And the last thing she leaves him off with is, I wanted to believe that it was the inhibitor chip that made you like
0: this, but I was wrong. Just, like, big, like, like, great fucking burn there, but it's really sad. It's really not, like, a burn. It's just just her basically,
1: like... I mean, neither of us are parents or have, like, young children in our lives. Uh, no. So, like, <laughs> it, it I can't, but I can't imagine being, like, a parent or, like, a, a guardian of a young child and that, or, like, at least connected to a young child and that young child is basically just, like, I was wrong about you and you're a shitty person. Yeah, like,
0: it's really, like, a a dig in a way that It's is, like a, whoa, oh, okay. You're, A, it is, like, oh, you're a lot mentally older than I thought you were. And also, <laughs> that fucking hurts. And also, um, ow, okay. Yeah um
1: not that crosshair leg really cares but i think i think it probably stung him a little more than
0: yeah no and i think you know. like she is as we've talked about she is kind of like the middle between these extremes in a way and like i she is always the one who's be able who's been able to like reach across yeah and, to crosshair At and i like try that
1: to reach out with some goodwill it's right? not like
0: she's giving up here either no. but it's like it's just like you know what I realized that I was wrong about you, but like not in a good way. Um, And yeah, I like that, you know, multiple times throughout this series, like specifically in the pilot, we get her being like, it's not you. Mm -hmm. It's the inhibitor chip. And like also doubling down on that in episode three, when she's talking to Hunter. Right. And then for her here to be like, actually I was wrong. Like you can't hide behind that excuse. It's not your scapegoat anymore. You are making the decisions that you're making and they're not good. Yeah. Like, bye <laughs> it's, it's almost like so sad to see her
1: goodwill rendered like obsolete here yeah it's it's really it is tragic it not that it like affects her as a character like she's not um you know gonna put any more any, any less goodwill into the world because of this but like it's just so hard watching a character disappoint another character and being yeah. like oh it is kind I- of you know I, I don't really have a hope for you yeah. <laughs> at the moment
0: it is really really tragic yeah like i feel like we keep getting dealt like really tragic blows throughout these episodes and this is also one of them because yeah it's like yeah. It, it's something really sad that we haven't really seen before where it's like letting someone down mm-hmm. and like I, I do think crosshair kind of reacts to that in a way like when she gets up and leaves um i don't know like It's almost like he took her for granted. Like he didn't want her to be there, but like she was always willing to reach across and like be there for him if he needed it. And he's just like, No, I'm gonna continue to push you away and she's like, Okay, well like my goodwill kinda has to come to an end then.
1: Yeah. It's um not that she's ever gonna stop being good, but like No, but it's kinda like she's the only one who ever was just like showed him a lot like specific sympathy. Like even in like when they were in the brig previously in this mirror of this conversation happened in the first episode um like Hunter's still kind of mad at him like they're not I mean obviously they haven't been like shown to be like really super sympathetic also they're in the middle of a a whole thing um (laughs) but like she's the only one who's like shown him kind of pure sympathy and like you know I still believe in you and like he on every occasion has pushed that away and like uh it's um
0: yeah I really like also that this conversation is happening in that same big window in their quarters that we saw in the pilot where um, Hunter and Crosshair, it's it's when he challenges him in their quarters yeah. when he's just like, you didn't kill that kid and you lied about it. And he's just like, I don't think killing our commanders should be part of our mission objectives. Like, yeah. I like that we're having these like landmark conversations happening in these like same reoccurring places. Mm-hmm. Um, it carries a lot of that like the same emotional weight with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, this is another good conversation. Let's jump back. Um
0: Are you talking about this conversation?
1: Yeah. Um
0: Oh yeah. Crosser takes
1: a few digs at Omega where like he's like, Oh, you're letting the kid lead like he's again, he's very much like digging at like Hunter's like leadership abilities, yeah. which like we haven't seen been like a failure at all. Like he's he always very good at his job. He sticky can, situations. He is committed to his squad. Like yeah. he wants all of them to succeed and be safe and do their jobs like and he's never once failed at that
0: yeah and like that is like probably the one thing that he was like bred to do that he mm. actually believes in that he wants to do right is like he is was made to be like the leader and the protector and he will continue to be that he finds purpose in it um and i like that crosshair is just like this is the only thing i know to like i yeah. don't know insult you on
1: but it's just it's just rich coming from someone who like was the like again comparing contrasting them their oh, foils yeah. right oh, yeah. he killed his squad yeah like no,
0: not to mention he incited rebellion uh-huh. in one guy he killed him and then like uh, another person that like lady trooper who ends up like leaving with um with charlie yeah rampart she was
1: already doubting him yeah yeah
0: and then he kills everyone and then else. he kills the rest so I of think them he kind of has a failed reputation as a leader so, <laughs> yeah
1: truly from him going from like season one being like maybe you shouldn't be the leader anymore maybe i should essentially is the subtext there to um i have my own squad now and like i'm the leader now and then he kills all of them essentially yeah and like, then he
0: just like uh, disposes of them like they are like pawns in his game yeah like, so they are really nothing he's to him. the bad leader yeah no i <laughs> feel here. like again there's like this diverging i mean it's a dichotomy of what they understand leader to be right like for hunter it is uh, ironically it's emotional they are his family he is mm-hmm responsible for them and for crosshair it's like they are tools to me like the mark of a good leader is using your tools for some purpose and in completing that task yeah um truly um
1: he's still basically like trying to vie for the empire he's like listen the regs everything Camino it's all gone it's not uh the time's over i the empire is what's going to remain basically and i'm going to be part of it
0: yeah like it's wild that he is i mean it's not even doubling down at this point it's like we're so far down the road um but like the fact that he is willing to put like his whole <laughs> <busy> into, <laughs> into backing the empire like truly like charlie rampart has like rubbed off on him because i mean he's believed this the whole time but like it's wild that he's willing to like vie for the empire and then also be like i want that power that they have and Mm -hmm. like what they promise i want that and Mm -hmm. you should want that too Mm
1: -hmm. um yeah i think it speaks to the fact that like he's not been allowed to be vulnerable like i think we've seen the other members of the batch um, in their uh, exit from the republic um they are kind of they've been vulnerable in some way or shape um with each other um and they've been kind of bolstered by the people around them whereas like crosshair has never been allowed to be vulnerable he has to be like 100 (laughs) percent like 110 percent all the time and if he shows any vulnerability that equals death and like he like that's why i think an explanation as to why i mean other than like he really truly does believe in the empire but like he's so ride or die for it yeah
0: and like to be because i feel
1: like if i woke up and the facility that i was in uh had been bombarded by my employer uh i would have been like oh shit they don't care about me yeah like clearly this is a turning point yeah crosshair is still so has doubled down has been like no i still believe in the empire yeah he he thinks he still has a place there
0: yeah which again like we don't get to see the end of that so i'm absolutely fascinated with like how the fuck i mean clearly he's going to what try to contact them again to try to like get back in with them yeah. i mean again he's an asset so like whatever but anyway but, it's, but like is he at this point yeah it's like yeah. but they rampart was like totally cool with him dying so well, like he's failed he really? one too many times now yeah, yeah. he's useless to them so anyway. absolutely interested to see yeah. what his fate uh, has in store but i really I, I mean it is really interesting that like the times that we've seen him fail or be a little bit vulnerable are very like tense yes right like specifically that time in whatever it is 11 or 12 um where uh, he's supposed to find Hera. He's mm-hmm. tasked with finding Hera, right? And he's coming up short, right? Because she's with the Batch. Um, and Hauser is in the room. And Rampart is like, if you don't fucking complete this, then like I'm going to have to give it to somebody else. And there's this like very tense, weird moment between all of them. Because it's like really made clear that your only value is like if you can get this shit done. And if you don't, we're going to get rid of you and move on to the next person. So like it really doesn't allow him to have be anything but ride or die but he is still actively choosing it truly like yeah, he's been given yeah. a lot of outs in this situation yeah. um not a cross apologist, so like he's he's been given opportunities to get out of that no, if the, he wanted to yeah the he whole doesn't. point is
1: that he's making his choice like this isn't like yeah. a uh oh he, he was forced into it or yeah, whatever inside like, he,
0: and outside of the empire he's going to continue to make the same he's choice. making his
1: choice yeah um yeah they, they come up with a great idea to use the pods um the cloning pods as like sh- shuttles basically to the surface. Yeah. Um, except for the fact that they really can't guide around the debris. Um, so they decide that A Z, who's currently losing power, uh, will help guide them through the de- debris field. Um and-, and they do that pretty successfully. Uh Sans Omega's pod getting stuck under some debris. Um and this also really killed me. Um where he's uh A Z is like carting her to the surface and he's like losing power and he says, Your path is clear. I've completed my objective. Um it's just like this is such a little thing, but like it really echoed the conversation that uh Echo and Hunter have in <laughs> Is there an Echo in here? <laughs> <laughs> um have in oh what episode is it? I think it's seven. Um where they're talking about why did they go with Rex? Yeah, where Echo's like, why didn't we go with eight. Rex? Uh I'm sorry, yes, eight. Um, why don't we go with Rex? Uh you know, we're soldiers, um, whatever, and and hunters, like, I don't know I don't know about that anymore. And like we our path is different now. And Echo says our our like there's never been any other path for us. Like mm. we're, yeah, soldiers. we're soldiers. Yeah, um but like I know that uh AZ's speaking to say your path to the surface of this water is yeah. clear. I'm com- I have completed my objective, but like um I don't know he's I don't, speaking, he could be speaking sort of allegorically it, it, <laughs> like when you tie it together with like the concept of like what we've been talking about through this whole season of like destiny and choice and like all this stuff like your your path is clear it's to be with your family it's yeah. this um it's kind of it's also like the fact that he's like floating away from her and like leaving is it like the last part of like who she was or like her past is yeah. like gone um, and I think it's very, very sweet that, like, she opens her pod up and is, like, I'm going after AZ, like, knowing that she probably won't make it to the surface. But, like, either being kind of foolhardy enough with, like, the huge heart that she has or being, like, I know Hunter or my brothers will find a way. Like, it- it's almost that kind of, like, sweet foolhardiness that um, we see. Um, but I also feel like this, your path is clear, I have completed my objective, is just that's like... I don't know, especially that I have completed my objective yeah. in regards to like the clones and crosshair being like, we have an objective to complete. We're not done with it yet. Yeah. Or like, that's how he kind of operates his life um, is based upon ob- objectives. And that's why he thinks he has a purpose and what he was made for. Um, I don't know if the writers really made needed it or like uh, meant for these two lines to carry that amount of like uh, depth to them. But to me, it's just feels like such a through line to yeah. a lot of things in the like last season and the yeah themes. absolutely
0: um like it it's just i don't know it, it regardless of like the i mean we can never or we could we don't at this junction know <laughs> their intentions no. with that um but it, it does regardless carry like an incredible emotional weight mm-hmm. like just like again the music and the way that these shots are and like it's really um it's so tragic in a way but it's so like full of this weird I don't know like sweetness it's really bittersweet essentially which is like something i love that star wars does Well,
1: it's also to the fact that like az is just like i've completed my objective it's okay if i die now and yeah. essentially like I, I i fulfilled what i was made for and omega standing up and being like no it's not okay no you can go on like there's more than just the objective essentially exactly. it's like yeah I, um, I didn't tie that
0: point up uh no nicely, it, was, but. it was great um yeah no i love that part and it's just very um I love the way that, like, we can humanize droids yeah. in, uh, here in again in, in Star Wars. And I think, like, another really great one is with K2 in Rogue One. I mean, we talk about, like, Rogue One fucking all the time, but it's a great movie. It's so um, good. But again, it's, like, so bittersweet and tragic. But it's, again, a, a droid who, like, is a, a robot does not necessarily have feelings, like, becoming so human in these, like, really specific what moments. What
1: does K2 say in the end of that movie?
0: I don't remember. God. But he does, like, block um the troopers from coming up up the path yeah, so he, he does and that isn't doesn't he say like
1: i'm i think he I'm says like go no he says something so.
0: he says something good but he does like tell them he's like no you gotta go continue this also really smacks of like i made this reference when we were watching the episode but with uh opportunity the the rover <laughs> oh you're oh, really yes. intensely staring sorry um, i was looking up if
1: um wikipedia oh yes opportunity rover my battery is uh getting low and and it's, it's dark. getting dark yeah my it's battery's like, low and it's getting dark uh yeah.
0: so uh, like how uncanny that is for <sighs> like why that feels so weirdly emotional and like i think about her once a week she's great also think about spirit her little buddy uh high fives to them we love you um but like there's something so uncanny and like beautiful about like uh uh robots droids right in this situation like taking on really beautifully human characteristics and like this was so uh yeah poignant and whether or not it was sort of a double entendre here and like had another meaning um regardless it is an incredible moment and i do really like that it feels very like emotionally like this is your past and it's and it's done you know Mm -hmm. and like it's and it's an emotional moment it kind of feels like Mm -hmm. the crux of that before kind of like the clear skies literally um okay so in all of this right so az let's go and omega uh, opens her pod despite hunter being like do not um and i like that he just cuts (laughs) off um and she swims after him and obviously doesn't really make it that far but what we see up above is them looking for her and crosshair pulling out his rifle um i love that he points it for some reason directly at hunter's face um even though he's still so mad at him like it's really like a shitty kind of funny thing to do because it's like why would you why wouldn't you just be like move like why wouldn't you shove him Um, because he's a
1: dramatic bitch
0: it's so funny but yeah so he um has like his like essentially repelling lines loaded in there and shoots down is able to grab az and omega and pull them back up um and i love when they when she gets back up to the surface and hunter like pulls her in and stuff and then we get a like a little shot that pans around of like everyone else pointing their guns at crosshair yeah. like they fully thought that he was just gonna shoot, shoot hunter. hunter
1: yeah um and then he he kind of is like butthurt and tosses and I, his rifle to
0: yeah i her. i like that too like when we see that shot like of it's like tech and echo right on the side they don't like realize what's happened and they put their guns down they continue to train their weapons on mm-hmm. him and like wrecker is the exact same and then he looks around and tosses his rifle right um and then proceeds to pout um, and, <laughs> and not, not help, help paddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they eventually make it back to the landing platform. Um, what follows is just kind of the most beautiful. <laughs> I, I love, and I'll talk about this later, but like the color use here, the lighting, like what it communicates is really, um, it's powerful and it really feels um, good and like a wrap up. And it is really kind of like weird and bittersweet. And I like the conversations they have here a lot
1: mm-hmm um yeah they extended an invitation to crosshair to come with them before the empire scouts show up to make sure that everything was truly destroyed um and he's basically like no um but hunter specifically says you offered us a chance crosshair this is yours and crosshair says i made my decision which is just such a bold thing because it's just like okay we're gonna leave you here there's literally no way off of this ocean planet you we're gonna leave you on a landing platform that is not that far from like the ocean if another storm rolls in like you're, you're probably but. toast yeah i don't even know if the empire is going to like okay you have a lot of faith in the empire i don't think that they deserve that faith <laughs> it's wild that again time and time again
0: he doubles down on his choices yeah. and not like in spite of like every single thing that like any of these people have talked to him about and like the clear concern from like his brothers and like you know the fact that they do like miss him and you know again it's just like they they still care about him right he's like no like my way is still right and i'm unwavering in that yeah and there is kind of just like no one's super upset about it they're just kind of like this is the way that he is like you know um And I like that Hunter goes, we want different things crosshair. That doesn't mean we have to be enemies, which I do also think is, like, a great way to sum up exactly what pretty much everything has been about. Yeah. Like, it kind of almost renders their entire conflict mood, where it's just, like, it doesn't... We don't have to be... Like, you're you're essentially making a conflict where there doesn't have to be one. Yeah, Hunter's
1: basically, like, you're picking a fight. We don't have to be this way. Like, you don't need to hate us for the way that we are, and we don't hate you for the way that you are. We don't like that you tried to shoot us and kill us, but um
0: (laughs) yeah that was but we we don't we don't
1: hate you we're not extending ill will towards you yeah
0: just because um you know you're you're cool with the empire it doesn't mean that like we are gonna hate you right so like please don't do the same to us yeah um but uh they go back up into the ship
1: and omega's kind of standing there um and i like that she thanks him um for saving az she doesn't say thank you for saving me she says thanks for saving az um, which I think is, like, kind of a nod to, like, I know that there's still good in you. Like, I know you're still, you could be a good, like, you have the potentiality to be a better person than you are right now. Because, like, you didn't just save me. You saved my droid friend. that who, like, like, doesn't
0: necessarily serve
1: a huge purpose. No. And wouldn't even, like,
0: have served a huge purpose for
1: you. Um, and of course, he's just like, well, we're even. You know, you saved me. I saved you. Um... Uh, which feels like a huge excuse, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she says, you're still their brother, Kosser. You're my brother, too. Um, which is really sweet. And, yeah, a huge summation of just, like, what has occurred here. Yeah. Despite everything, we're still family.
0: And we're never going to stop being family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really like that. Yeah. So Omega, you know, finally gets up into the ship and they take off. Uh, and I like that we get this really, really extended like wide shot of them leaving. And I do like that crosshair. You can see him very small, but he does uh, turn, turn back to look at them leave uh, when yeah. they're sort of far enough away. Um, he's still, there's still almost like some semblance of caring there. Yeah. Um, and then our
1: very last scene in the season one uh, is on this unknown world and a ship lands and shock troopers uh, along with Nalase exit. Um somewhat I didn't think that we would see again honestly this nope. scene uh, surprised me the first time we watched it same um, and then a new uh, scientist woman character we have not seen before with insane bangs really really thick bangs and insane glasses uh, yeah she's basically welcomes Nalise and tells her that the Empire has big things planned for her and Nalisei kind of gives her a, an unsure look she's not totally on board but what choice does she have um, and, and that is it and that's where we one. wrap <laughs>
0: All right, that's all for part one. Thank you for listening. Pick back
1: up with us for character and theme analysis in part two. Bye. Bye.